From Grain to Glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. I am Brian. This is the best beer show on the internet. Shit, I already did the robot guy. Did one, t- uh, whatever. <sighs> There's so many shows, you can't come with a new one every time. You're going to settle on one at one of these, one of these days. <laughs> I think I did, maybe I just need like a sound effect. Remember the the whole bell situation? Like Carlos <laughs> fucking hates the, the bell. <laughs> oh, he hates the bell. I don't know. That just seems so arbitrary. Jingle bells, jingle bells. <laughs> I'm going to give you the bell at some point during DOO. Like, and you just, like, I should just give it beforehand and you should just like start dinging it at some point. <laughs> Whenever he says something ridiculous, but I would I would do that, but he would be dinging, I'd be dinging it the whole time. The entire show. So well, That show is basically the Carlos show, if we're yeah. being completely honest. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Uh, before we get too deep here, I want to give out, uh, I want to do some ad reads. Uh, so the American Homebrewers Association does a lot to support homebrewing and homebrewers, and now they support us. Joining the AHA will give you discounts at homebrew shops and select tap rooms, as well as give you access to the fantastic Zymergy magazine. If you sign up before the end of the year, so this week, guys, get on this and use the code BCSGTG, you will receive a free copy of Brewing Classic Styles by Jamil Zanishev and John Palmer. Fantastic book. Absolutely love it. Totes agree. Uh, made me fall in love with English beers, actually. Said it before, and I'll say it again. I My copy of that uh, book is so thumbed through and dirty and bookmarky. Uh, I've actually bought that book three times. Two, two hard copies, and I bought it on Kindle. Because I needed to research something while I was getting ready to go on a plane. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, so click on the referral link at the bottom of our homepage and join today. Uh, truly, you guys will not regret it. It's fantastic. There's a lot of articles and stuff that are going up constantly. And they fight for homebrewers' li- rights in uh, the political sphere as well. Um, yeah, so they're they are part of the reason that we homebrewing is legal in all 50 states. Now. Join us. <laughs> <laughs> and if you'd like to support us more directly, head over to patreon.com slash studios or click on the Patreon link at the bottom of our homepage. Uh, that supports us directly. And if you donate at least $5 a month, you get to see our shining faces and watch us live during uh, the recording of Homebrew Bound. You guys can see things like the giant zit on my face. He's right there. <laughs> uh, haven't named and, it yet. But. And you guys can join in on the discussion. Uh, every once in a while, you guys will hear us talking to somebody in the chat. So you could be that person. And you could, you'd be like, no, you guys, you're way off topic right now. Oh, reel it back in. We kind of need that policing. Yep. So really, you're doing yourselves a favor. <laughs> uh, or if you're going to do it, uh, any shopping on Amazon, it's a little late. But if you shop right now. You can still get things in December, and that counts as Christmas. That totally counts. That totally counts. So head over to blindestudios.com, click on the Amazon link at the bottom of our homepage, buy the gifts for your people that you forgot about using our referral link, and uh, just tell them to support us too. Yeah. I mean, I'd be like, no, no, no. It's okay that I forgot you. I didn't forget. (laughs) (laughs) What do you want me to do? Here. And just a reminder, guys, Brewtoad is shutting down by the end of the year. Um, we have all of our recipes saved in an XML format um, for our Every Style Challenge, so you can find those at blindestudios.com slash HB slash EHC, or just kind of follow the links and you'll find it on our homepage. 
And so we have those all in XML format. But if you want to screenshot or whatever the Brewtoad site stuff, you have less than a week to do it. So get on that. All right, Brian, what have you been up to beer related since the last episode? Ooh, um, I'm actually drinking a. I, I'm kind of slowly drinking a full sale amber ale. Uh, I'm a little curious. What's the bottle date on that? Old, because okay. I can tell. Is it <laughs> just by drinking yeah. It, it? Yeah, that's that's uh, the problem with the beer fridge down here. Is it gets a little stale every it's once in a while. Fine. I just I hadn't had this beer in a stupidly long time, because you know I mean honestly when I started drinking craft beer probably you know oh four oh five when I when when I kind of realized that it was a thing back when he was a wee babe. Yeah. Oh, that was. How many years ago now? You know, that was 13, 14 years 14 ago. 14 years ago. Almost 15 years ago. I am really old. Uh, I would get a James Page Amber Ale, and I thought that was like the be-all, end-all local craft. Because, to be honest, I think that was probably, besides Summit, what in the hell else the was there back there. then? You know, Is that even around anymore? Uh, James Page? Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. As far as I know. But I did, I did brew... Uh, under a gentleman named Brian Shebe, who was a brewer at uh, James Page. Oh, back in the day, um, very very knowledgeable human being. We need to do a show one of these days just on your like <laughs> credentials as a brewer. <laughs> like you've brewed under some interesting people, Man, and I've brewed some interesting yeah, things. It's true. I I guess I have I've had some really like cool opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I kind of got in on the on the whole. The whole game pretty early. You, you so. did it at the right time. Yeah, that too. I mean, there was you know the the little bump in the '90s, and then you know uh, early 2000 found me trying to figure out how to make my own beer, and uh, mostly out of just you know not liking what what you had available. What was available, you know, it was pretty pretty classic, pretty typical story, and brewed brewed a lot of. Pumpkin juice. I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> well, I, I I'm curious what the what the new homebrewer story is. Like, why why do people? Because back then know. it was it was getting in because of necessity. I got in for just a like just a morbid curiosity. Mm. Plus, like there was nothing truly local besides Rush River right back then. And then now we're five years on. Somebody getting into homebrewing today, I wonder what their motivation is. Good question. I mean, if you are a new person and uh, kick us a message, man. Yeah, I'm curious myself because I think a lot of it for me back then was that you had to like make your own stuff. And I really like the the DIY aspect is a blast. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've made my own mash tun and my own boil kettle. I I mean, I I learned how to how to solder. I learned how to, I mean, operate different power tools. Um. All kinds of things, man. Um, made my own mash tons out of, uh, you know, cool various coolers over the years and, like, refined that after middle of the mash, it's leaking everywhere and, you know. And you're just shoving shit in there. Yeah. Stop, stop, no. Ugh. Like, trying to wrap <laughs> tape around it and, like, oh, no. The, the, fir- the first beer I did in my new mash tun was a um, an oatmeal milk stout uh, with Pete and... That was the worst stuck. Wait, mash. with Pete the human being, or with, with Pete the human being? Okay, <laughs> uh, not Pete. It, Maltz, that, that was that was the worst stuck mash I've ever had, and it was it was the first time using um, that mash done with a false bottom, 
and it just clogged it right up. Damn. And we were both a little sauced. Yeah. Because that was when I would drink while brewing, which I have learned is never oh, the answer. Wait till hot side, man. Wait till wait till you're knocking out and transferring. Maybe. I I I don't, know. I don't, don't. I don't crack a beer until I'm chilling. I definitely our guys like I learned that quickly too, but I definitely have have preached that word to our our brewers like you know, it's we we have a pretty hard and fast rule at the brewery. It's like, yeah, drink at 10 in the morning if you want, but don't be a dick about it. You know, just be responsible. Yeah, be be responsible. Um, but I, I will, I will strongly advise not not brewing until at least until knockout or hot side. I mean, you, there's a lot of stuff you can screw up. Yeah, no, and you just you notice a marked increase in the quality of your beer. It's kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, similarly, when you're dealing with, you know, five gallons, I mean, in our, in our brew house, it's like about, it's close to like 600 gallons of boiling, boiling sugar liquid, water. Yeah. And I and I will remind you that boiling sugar water is, it'll slough the damn skin right off your yep. fingers. I've, I've, I've had it happen. I can show you some awesome gnarly pictures of all of the wart burns. Um, so, yeah. Don't do it, guys. Anyway, I think, what were we blabbering about? Oh, what have I been doing beer-wise since the last episode, which was like 20 minutes ago? Hey, you know what? You're pulling the same thing Rick does. (laughs) Letting him look behind the curtain. (laughs) In any case, uh, I'm drinking a Full Sail Amber because it, it, when I saw it in the beer fridge back there, it gave me a little bit of nostalgia from from my old school drinking days. Um, This beer is definitely not fresh, but I do remember... I mean, the hop character, I could tell that there was like a good crisp hop character to this um, when it was fresh. And is, I, it, is it oxidized or is it just? Not oxidized. I just, it, I'm just tasting the hops old, di- old okay. hops. All right. Uh, well, it's so. not too horrible. Then. No, no, it's, it's not. not cardboard. I mean, it's still, no, not at all. But it's still, it's still a decent beer. And I remember, you know, I mean, what this brewery has been around since ni- like 1987. So, I mean. It's impressive. Yeah, very. It's a, it's a, a, a long go. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I'm enjoying that. And then, um. We, I'm also finishing up some of my Ten Lords a leap in here with the brewery, which we're we, gonna be we're gonna be sipping on that all night. I think. Yeah, they describe it as a dark imperial wit, which I th- I'm, it kind of tickles my fancy that when when you make dark versions of light beers like a, a you know a white stout or whatever. The white stouts, man, I. I don't know. I'm Uh-oh. not sold. Uh-oh. I'm not <laughs> sold. I I am the youngest old person I know. <laughs> And I get very cantankerous about certain uh, things. Uh-huh. And, like, when you start fucking with my beer style, <laughs> like, I'm still not sold on haze. Like, yeah. And the brute. Don't even get me started on that hop bullshit. Oh, I can't wait until you taste our brute idea. I, my problem is, is there's nothing to back up the hops. Like, I, yeah, I, get it. I, I like <clears throat> West Coast style IPAs. Yeah. They're very hop forward. They're dry. But there's still that little bit of like malt sweetness to back it up a little bit. Sure. The Brute, like I taste it and then it, it like it falls off a cliff. Yeah. What, uh, I can't remember for which show it was on that we we tasted a Brute. And, and I, I totally agree with you. But yeah, I mean, it is the other end of the extreme. From the haze. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and as you know, in in... Hashtag America. Uh, everything's got to be extreme. Right. It has to be one way or the other. I brewed this beer while riding a mountain bike and drinking a Mountain Dew. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, 
What about you, man? Beer related for me this week. So I've been listening to uh, some some other beer podcasts. Uh, shout out to the Pico Dudes. Uh, yeah. We're hopefully talking to them Sweet. soon uh, about doing some collaboration stuff. Uh, and I was yelling at my uh, thing. They obviously don't listen to my podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> then they would know not not to, not accept, to put, accept, not, accept smoky fucking uh, yeah. scotch ale. Don't put smoke in your scotch ale, bros. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Like, <laughs> I know we have some crossover, like, and this is all in good jest, but come on, guys. <laughs> Um, other than that, uh, I just had a thing that I was going to, oh, uh, I am, or I shouldn't say I am, Binder Studios is judging a hot dish competition. Oh, that's right. Uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Yep. In the Hudson area at Hop and Barrel. Mm-hmm. If you are in the area, or if you really like hot dish and you feel like traveling, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys should check that out. Some people travel for <laughs> For, uh, <laughs> music festivals, <laughs> others for hot dish contests. <laughs> Shit, dude! If somebody comes up to me and is like, "Hey, I listened to uh, Homebrew Bound and I traveled here for this hot dish competition," I will not only pay for your entry fee to get hot dish, I will buy you beer too. <laughs> right. So how are how are we judging this hot dish contest? Uh, we are going to use the BJCP style guidelines again. Um, and we got to talk about this off air a we little do. bit because I'm trying to remember what, cause, uh, like one of the things was, is it hot dish? Yeah. And I can't remember. I think there were four requirements for it to be hot dish. Mm-hmm. And then the, they want to like, uh, the, the gal who's helping to organize it, she wants to involve like how you could get beer into the hot dish. Oh. Cause you, you, you know, it needs to have like a can of soup, right? Like a yep. can of yeah, cream, yeah. Cream it, it of needs, it needs, it needs some sort of liquid. Right. Um, in the hot dish, you need you need a protein, you need a mm-hmm. vegetable, and you need a starch, and mm-hmm. you need a liquid. Right. Those are the four things. Got it. Um, but yeah, it, it was like cream of. Um, oh yeah, so I think we could add another category on there: most creative use of, or creative use of beer. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then yeah, so we did that. We also uh, rated it going just down the score sheet appearance. Aroma, <laughs> mouth feel, mouth feel. <laughs> <laughs> oh just you know, and then my the other the other my co co owner of my brewery he his his uncle is not allowed to participate. No, he is not. <laughs> Do you know what the mouth feel of Hormel chili with uncooked, uncooked biscuits? Uncooked biscuits, in it? like <laughs> that is not good. He did not finish Zeros. cooking the biscuits <laughs> that came out of you know one of those cans that explodes when That's you when you twist thing it. To do. Bro, the directions are right on the goddamn tube. <laughs> well, to be fair, once you open the tube, you can't read the directions anymore. Well, he better. But the know, tube explodes. You know, I mean, you know. And that man is a cop, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I love our law enforcement. <laughs> As do I. They I, tried to poison me. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, uh, I don't know. I thought mouthfeel was really good for like because you get the onion straws on there, you get like good crunch in there. That gives you good mouthfeel. It's just like the word moist to me. <laughs> mouth mouthfeel. <laughs> just we will uh, judge the moistness of your hot. Uh, yeah, so that, like, I don't know, it's very exciting. I'm very excited about the hot dish competition. As am I. That was uh, a fun day last year. I'm man. also very excited not to be driving back from Amherst mm-hmm. that morning. Mm-hmm. 
so I won't be hung over for it this year, which oh, is for God's sake. That's right. Yeah. You came back from the central waters. I thing. did like, and I had forgotten about the hot dish thing until we were halfway back from Amherst. So we had stopped in Milwaukee to, uh, at this like pizza place where they put like two pounds of cheese on everything Yeah, and just ate so much. Yeah. And so we showed up to the hot dish thing, not hungry at all. <laughs> <laughs> we had some good judges, though, last time. No, we did. We had a good panel. Um, <clears throat> uh, there was, what, like six of us, eight of us? Yeah, I think so. There were a few wild cards, some gals that just showed up and were like, hey, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna check. And they were pretty good looking, so we obliged. <laughs> we sure did. God, we're just, just. We are pigs. Typical male pigs. <laughs> sure, ladies. All right, well, should we talk about beer? Yeah. I mean, we've been talking about hot dish for 20 mm-hmm. minutes. Now we should probably talk about it's beer. A, it's definitely not been All 20 right, so minutes. Si- <laughs> Let my fascism come through. Shh, shh. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about uh, the Trappist single, which I have been informed that we have not tried on the show yet. Uh, if you have been watching, you've watched that head kind of go down. Yeah. Uh, bottle conditioned, actually good carbonation. Yeah. Very happy. This never happens to me. Yeah, I can see on Casey's glass at least that there's a quite a bit of good, good, lacing. good lacing stick into the glass, and then I'm gonna pull it from beer cam now. Yep. But uh, yeah, it was a night a big rocky head. Very good job <laughs> bottle conditioning this one. Yep. Uh, so very complex recipe here, guys. <laughs> Please hold hold on to your seats for this yeah. one. 100% Pilsner Belgian malt uh, for the grist. You did 13 IBUs of saws at 60 minutes and 20 IBUs of saws at 30 minutes, then fermented with Belgian Abbey uh, Y yeast, which is, oh, man. Do you always just use Y yeast then? I mean. I do like Y yeast, kind of yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, it's, because smack packs? Because not making because a starter? Or, no, okay. I, st- I still start it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had bad luck with uh, White Labs in the past with the vials. Now, now that I've gone to the to like their sealable packs instead of the vials, I mm-hmm. should use them more. Uh, this is 12-14 Belgian Abbey yeast. Sure. I think um, another good experiment would probably, and I'm, I'm sure someone's done this, but dr- uh, doing dry, vers- dry yeast versus liquid. Yeah. Well, and so I have gone through many, many years Hating uh, Safael 05. And <laughs> <laughs> just for what it's done to me in the past. And so that's been a point of contention with past hosts, co hosts. Rick. Yep. No, no, actually, Miles. Oh, okay. Brewer. So I, I'm looking at, I don't know, when you sent this to me, Brew Toad's being slow because they're, you know, shutting, well, shutting, shutting her on down. So whatever. But I have XML on this. So what was. Uh, what was the uh, oh, starting oh. and final? Um, yeah, uh, about uh, 1045, 1047, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Uh, then finished out about 1010. It's a little, a little on the high side, don't you think? Or um, not so much? Well, so that's what it says here. Again, I don't have my numbers in front of me. Sure. I, I got a little lazy somewhere in the about <laughs> beer, about beer 50. Mm-hmm. Like my, my note taking got. That doesn't taste 1010. No, it is dry as hell. All right, uh, let's let's talk about what this. All right, so a bitter or a pale bitter, highly attenuated, well carbonated Trappist ale showing a fruity, spicy Trappist yeast character, a spicy floral hop profile, and a soft, supportive, grainy, sweet malt palate. Uh, aroma medium, low to medium high Trappist yeast character showing 
fruity spice character along with medium low to medium spicy or floral hops, especially or occasionally enhanced by light herbal or citrusy spice additions. Interesting. Yeah, this is a. Uh... Medium to low, more on the low end, body-wise, definitely low. Uh, definitely medium low to medium high uh, Trappist East character. Um, I would say this one is more clove. A lot of clove. Than banana, which is curious because I know how you ferment and... Well, so I brewed this one. Was it In colder mid- outside? Actually, no, it was the middle of July. What in the hell? You'd think there'd be more banana with the way. That I'm not mad about it though. Well, no, I'm not either. I I tend like, to go. I more like clove. the clove. So yeah, for what so for what it's worth, uh, brewers out there. Oh, oh, I should say we're doing 26A Trappist single. Yeah, 26. 26A. Yeah, I'm going through it. Um, but that said, um, yeah, if you want your beer more banana forward, then you would ferment at a higher temperature. If you want it more clove, then you would keep it low. For, you know, probably the first 24 hours or so. And then, you know, let it probably let it free rise after that. But, yeah, I mean, we're we're doing well on the pale yellow to medium gold color. Yep. Uh, so appearance, yeah, pale mm-hmm. yellow to medium gold. Generally good clarity with a moderately sized, persistent, billowy white head. I would absolutely describe with that. With characteristic lacing. I Yeah. Mm-hmm. Appearance is spot on. Yep. Um, flavor, fruity, hoppy, bitter, and dry. Initial malty sweet impression with a grainy sweet soft malt palette and a dry hoppy finish. The malt may have a light honeyed biscuit or cracker impression. Moderate spicy or floral hop flavor. Esters can be citrus, uh, orange, lemon, grapefruit, palm fruit, apple, pear, or stone fruit, apricot, peach. Mm-hmm. Uh, light to moderate spicy, peppery, or clove phenolics. Definitely clove. Definitely. Uh, bitterness rises towards the crisp, dry finish with an aftertaste of light malt, moderate hops, and yeast character. Again, this beer is six months old, so some of that hops have died down a bit. And still good balance on it. I mean, it's not, it's not, um, it's definitely. This is imminently drinkable. Oh, totally. Uh, um, totally agree. And, and so you didn't put any sugar in this beer? Hell no. Mm-hmm. It's a single. Mm-hmm. You don't put sugar in a single. Right, and that's why I mention it. Um, but that's another way to get this type of beer to dry way out and be... I think this is dry enough. Dude, this is super dry. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't saying it needed to be drier. I'm just saying like that it is, from a brewing standpoint, that is a good way yeah. to dry some shit out. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, and for how simplistic this beer is, there's a lot of flavors going on. Mm. That I'm very happy with. All of these things are derived from the yeast. So if you're listening and you don't have a super good grasp on what yeast can and will do towards beer, I would say a huge part of this beer it has to do with the yeast strain. Like you get you get a little crackeriness from the Pilsner, mm-hmm. and then the rest of it is just yeast on top of it, and a little bit of the spicy from the sauce. Okay, and then did you do 90-minute boil on this? I did not. These were all 60-minute boils. Got her, yep. Because you don't need to do a 90-minute boil with Pilsner anymore because it's... So highly modified It's so highly modified that your DMS precursors aren't there. Dimethyl sulfide. Yes, which is something I think we've talked about in a later episode, but when we start talking about malts, we'll talk about that again. Well, I mean, honestly, we're probably, we did a, an off flavor seminar on DOO. Yep. But we're probably, you know, as, as beer people, we should, 
probably circle the wagons on doing another off flavor. Oh yeah, I did three last year, and you know, I like they're they're a lot of fun. Yeah. I think, and oh man. Plus, we got to drink. Well, we spiked solid gold by from Founders. Yeah. Oh, that beer's so good. It beer's really good until we made it <laughs> terrible. But <laughs> by spiking it with with garbage, yeah. No. So yeah, we should do that again. Uh, maybe maybe make it a homebrew bound thing. But yeah. DOO worked better because we got sloppy towards the end. Right. Yeah, and and you will. I mean, you when you've got you know ten five ounce cups of beer in front of you, it's. Yeah, and it's gonna get hairy. It's it's tough. I I did a pilot class for the Better Beer Society. Um, they were testing out um, some curriculum for the massive gap that exists between the certified beer server and the uh, certified Cicerone program. Well, and what we should do is I should talk to the people at Hop and Barrel about sponsoring <laughs> one, and we'll do one at the brewery and live live broadcast it there. Oh, I'll check. <laughs> <laughs> I might be able to check with some people about that one. That'd be a really good uh, idea. Yeah, because right. yeah, because you guys are doing the Thursday night beer, beer class. Yeah. yeah, with Paige. Yep. Yeah, so that'd be a really good class. I mean, yeah, and if you are a local, there is at Hop and Barrel there is a beer beer class like beer one hundred and one type of a yeah, thing. Yeah, even if you're uh, especially if you're just starting to get into brewing, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, this month it is on December twenty seventh, seven p.m. Um, I will not be there because I am going. I'm going on vacation for. <laughs> one, two, three, I was four, like four whole days. Oh shit! Where are you going? Oh, j- two harbors. Oh, <laughs> two harbors, right, you're Minnesota. Going up, yeah. yeah. I, I I booked a luxury condo. Nice. That has a like a theater. You're gonna have a lot of fun, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. All right. Anyway, we should continue talking about this uh, beer. I don't know if I have anything else to say. I don't have anything else to say. It, it hits style. You nailed it. and It tastes it's, awesome. It's a very good Belgian. Beer. Um, fun fact: We started the eighty style challenge. I hated Belgians, just straight up. Really, did not like them. Damn. All right. Yeah. That's then, some, of, some of my favorite. Well, then, shit, then I like think. we started brewing some of them. I'm like, oh, this is this is really good. I think what it is is I had a lot of shitty Belgians. Well, there's that, and then I mean, you can make this yeast strain do a lot of tricks. Yeah. You know? I mean, so I started doing that, and then I went to Belgium, mm-hmm. and that helped too. That'll help. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say like Orval. You know, if you man. I, I that is above and beyond. Like that is one of my favorites. I think if I we did the Nicolas Cage Island movies, and I was like, yeah, Con Air, and then I would be drinking Con. I would be <laughs> I'd be watching Con Air and drinking Orval <laughs> if <laughs> on my island, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, no, this is definitely a thumbs up. I I'm glad I have two more cases of, or two cases of it. Oh shit! So we're gonna start throwing some of that in the fridge. I, I may take a bottle or two home. You are welcome to. Yes. I don't have enough beer. I mean, no, you don't. <laughs> I was listening to a previous episode and I was like describing the stupid ass amount of beer that's over there it's, to my left. It doesn't make it. <laughs> it's incomprehensible. Uh-huh. It really is like. I forget that it's there, and then people I, come and they're like, yeah. "Oh shit!" I think I, we've known each other probably for what about a year and some change by now. We, we've no, well known each other as good friends for about a year. And yeah, some change but no, yet. right? And and when when you, I think I've expressed this before, but when you told me you were doing like all of the the eighty style challenge, I was like, "That dude's nuts." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I don't know if I've, I did, honestly, and I was trying to think about it. I'm like, I don't even know if I've brewed 80 home brews. Right. I, 
failed at the live chat. I got to give a shout out to Andy Thompson and uh, Thomas for hanging out there. Shit. Uh, yep. I'm waving hey it. Hey, guys. <laughs> uh, yes, my hat is incredibly festive. Yep. I'm making a hair mustache right now. <laughs> All right, guys. So yeah, no, I, I got I got the live drinking. chat fixed, so feel free to <laughs> jump in. Man, I suck at my job. Ugh, at least, well, at least you're wearing like clothing uh, like, this week because last week it was like I was in a pajama robe. pants, a robe with a wizard hood. <laughs> yeah, it's my new bathrobe. It's Harry Potter theme, man. It's pretty you badass, know. man. The hood's pretty pointy. It's, you know, it's very it's, pointy. Put an eye out, you know. <laughs> All right, where are we at now? All right. Uh, yeah. So Thomas agrees with you. I'm incredibly nuts, and for doing the '80s styles. So. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Because yeah, no, I bounced the idea off him first. I was like, "Hey, man. So this is what I'm thinking for doing <clears throat> for D or for Homebrew Bound." And he's like, "That's a lot of beer." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, "Well, yeah, man, but I think it'll be okay." <laughs> and it was fine for the first forty. Actually, it didn't get bad until about sixty. Sixty was where I lost steam. <laughs> it's just uh, i get it it's i mean it's a you know when you turn a hobby into a job and that's another like cautionary tale for dudes that go from or people i gotta stop doing the gonna do gender neutral. i don't know man i feel like and this is like i mean and i have no no like to stand on here but i don't know dude and like man like I've, i i guess like oh hey man like how's it going like it's always been general neutral to me but i know it's not like the fucking well, patriarchy yeah. and shit like there was some other episode where you were like blah 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 guys and i and and I was like, oh, guys could be girls. And you were like, well, I was using the gender neutral guys. <laughs> Anyhow. I know. It's uh, we're we're in that post Me Too world and I like I'm having I'm having issues <laughs> with trying to get the right pronouns. Uh, you gotta be careful these days, man. Nerf. All right. Uh what are we talking about? We did twenty six A and then we're gonna talk about fav- our favorite beer to drink around oh, the yeah. holidays. Uh, so let's start with you, man. What is uh, so uh, Christmas time rolls around. What beer are you looking for on the shelf? Fireside chat. I said that before. Um, Who I, makes fireside chat? Uh, would be Twenty First Amendment. Um, but yeah, and then um, English barley wine. If I can get some wacky imported, this is this is when I do go to the liquor store and look for something that has some dust on it. You yeah, know what I mean, so old ales for sure. Um, alt beer. You know, well, man, it, if you want some English barley wine, I got two cases back there. I might actually that are about a year old. Probably take some beer home today. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that kind of stuff, like you know, like sipping beer. Honestly, um, yeah, just whatever is good to sip on. And I, you know, Europe, you got a bourbon barrel aged Scotch ale here. Um, Scotch ale is always good, like big fat wee heavies, you know, stuff like that. Um, but I, I, I don't like you know, too much spice in the beer. And I think we talked a little bit about this on the, excuse me, the last episode uh, where it's like, you know, super easy to overdo. Yeah. Spice. Yeah, no. So I, I'm kind of with you. I, I look for the sipping beer. Uh, my absolute favorite Christmas beer um, for whatever reason, this just gets me in the Christmas spirit. I think uh, I brought a four pack of this back to South Dakota one year. And me and my dad both drank two, and we're feeling real good. <laughs> um, it's the Central Waters Barrel Aged Scotch Ale. This beer is one of my favorite Central Waters beers. It goes 
uh, anniversary beer, Scotch Ale. Like I love those two. Crazy, They're fantastic. Well, uh, what my my friend Jim, uh, I think was it last year? You had a bottle of XX twenty. Yep. Yeah, twenty. And then Jim rolled in and was like, "Hey, I got a bottle of 20. And I'm like, "I already, already drank it." <laughs> <laughs> but he went, he went to that the Central Waters. What was it, Maple Bourbon that yeah. they were doing like today or yesterday? Yeah, they yeah they did a release one of the weekends. Yeah, yeah. Jim grabbed that and he's trading like three of out of his allotment for some some more twenty from Central Waters and that. I remember that. Beer being pretty damn good. Twenty was really good. Eighteen uh-huh. is still the best, but that I'm one's just straight fudge. And <laughs> got it. I, I can go down the Central Waters hole for a while. We like Central Waters up in here. <laughs> we kind of do, man. Like some well. of the best barrel aged beer in the state. I'm not gonna lie, it's fantastic. It like they've been doing it for a while. They have their process dialed in. Man, at this point, if you if you're a craft brewery that's been around for twenty years, it's you know, it's very impressive. Um, so uh, Thomas says that Trogue's Mad Elf uh, is his go-to Christmas beer. Are they in the um, Twitch chat? They are in the YouTube chat. Oh, shitty. Well, yeah, so you can't see the Twitch one. Sorry, man. Um, and then Andy, uh, he wants to know how much beer is left from the 80 style challenge. All of it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you want to just guesstimate, like... I mean, so there's probably mean, 30 cases of beer back there. There's like studio lights. I can't really. I know. I know. So see, 30 cases of beer plus uh, five full kegs. One, for, I can see how many fermenters going. Yeah, no. And then I have I have seven full fermenters left. Yeah, there's a stupid ass. But I'm down from 11. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and most uh, most of the fermenters are sours that are left. So, wow, we're gonna be we're gonna be drinking a lot of sour. Very slowly drinking a lot of sour beer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We'll have to have another party in the backyard. Yep. Oh yeah. Once <laughs> spring happens, like because we're gonna be, we have to start brewing new beer because the the curse of this show is I can't stop. I took a three month vacation from brewing. Well earned, I think. I think so too. Uh, <laughs> and now I'm getting the itch to like bust out the boil kettle again, mostly because people are like, "When are you brewing the next thing?" Mm. Oh, fuck you guys, you brew something. Yeah. So and then Rick is starting to brew shit, and I'm like, I don't have anything to like show him up with. So. <laughs> 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 yeah, right. Because that's the idea. We gotta, we you know, make sure we get, you know, get. We're here, you know, and Rick is here. That's <laughs> been my entire life. I don't. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, yeah, Tom. Uh, where is Trogues? Just yeah, shoot me a shoot me a link either in the chat here or on Facebook, and I'll take a look at that quick. Which means I have to open up Facebook. So what? What? Uh, so besides like high ABV, what do you look for in like your Christmas beer? Uh, maltiness, certainly. Um, always maltiness, and then um, I'm gonna I'm gonna juggle it right now. But uh, Weyerbacher, it, it's either Weyerbacher or, or gosh darn it, I just can't remember. Like I remember back in the day when there wasn't a whole lot of craft out there. I remember uh, it being a big deal to get the new. Um, the new Weyerbacher, um, seasonal, uh, 
Weren't that. you going to Google that during the last yeah, episode? Yeah, I was. Uh, uh, was Alright, uh, so Mad Elf is from uh, Trogues in... Here, if I go to the visit link, let me know where they are. No, just uh, Pennsylvania, I'm guessing. Trogues? Yeah, sounds, Hershey, Pennsylvania. Yep. Sounds about right. Yep, Pennsylvania. So Mad Elf uh, is, the malt is chocolate, Munich, and Pilsner, uh, Hollertau, and Saz hops, uh, a spicy Belgian yeast, and it comes in at 11%. Yeah, that's a good, uh, that's a good go. Uh, it's a real good go. Um, Belgian ale yeast dialed back temp would work really well. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds delicious. Actually, I think Tom might have sent us some. I don't remember. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> it's been a long day. Man, you were going to... Tom is going to yank his Patreon bucks. Nah, he hasn't yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, no, so back to my favorite beer, the Scotch Ale, uh, Bourbon Barrel Aged. I get a lot of maple and caramel and it just like it feels like the winter season like if it's snowing outside and i'm drinking this i'm getting warm beer belly and just like fuck you snow (laughs) you're not sweaty (laughs) i'm sorry man sometimes you drink a lot of beer and you get sweaty (laughs) it's true Shit, I think, you know, I mean, I think maybe I'm thinking of, so I'm looking at, now I'm looking at the Weyerbacher Winter Ale and it's not ringing a bell, so maybe it was like Two Brothers or, I don't What was the, uh, didn't Alinies have a uh, Christmas Ale or a Winter Ale? Maybe, but was it a Big Eddie's or was it a? No, I like, well, so they had the Firebach. Yep. Which was fantastic, yep. but they discontinued that a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they had like a winter one too, but maybe not. Maybe I'm just thinking of creaming, creamy dark again, and I haven't maybe. had that beer in a long time. I should pick up a six pack of that and see if it's as good as I remember. I was trying to think here. Oh yeah. Anyway, Summit Summit makes a a damn nice winter ale as well. Um, that I picked up fairly recently. Well, we're having a uh, an Unchained series on the show tonight on DOO. Really? Yeah. They don't make Unchained anymore. Or it's uh, one of their limited. It's, yeah. it's it's in the same packaging as Unchained. Sure. With a different name on it. Yeah, they quit doing the Unchained for whatever reason. I, I suppose I'd have to ask Tom about that, why yeah. they did that. But Yeah, I, I, I'm still upset about their whole moratorium on podcasts. I'll I'll press him, but we'll we'll see. <laughs> no, I, it's, like it's, I understand. You know, I completely I mean, get it. Yeah, yeah. You're a rep- I I get why. I get it. Like, yeah, you're a representative for the the company. But if like you know, if if it's not an official statement, then you know, can't have your employees out there willy nilly saying this, that, and the other. Uh, Tom says that blithering idiot from uh, Wirebacher is a very good barley one. That is a very good one. Also, Wirebacher Double Simcoe. I think I've had that one. I don't think I've yeah. had the barley wine. I remember I remember drinking, like, I was at some bar, and they were doing, like, they had a six-barrel of it. And I remember it was, like, what, like a, s- a seven-ounce pour, and it was, like, a buck an ounce. 
Like, and this was this was back in the Dizay too. This was a while ago. The Dizay. Yeah, that's <laughs> what happens. When, Fuck you and your speech. That's what happens when, <laughs> when we drink high ABV beers. You know. Yep. Anyway. Yeah. No. Uh, this is you no. Know, this is definitely a good end of the year episode. Uh, oh, just a reminder. Or, Actually, this is not a reminder. This is just a straight-up thing. Uh, there will not be an episode on the 2nd of January. Um, yeah, because we're off on the 23rd. No podcasts, yeah. Yeah, because everybody's <clears throat> just out of town. I'm in mm-hmm. Seattle. Brian's up north. Um, the 30th, I'm just coming back. But yeah, what, the 23rd? We're... Yeah, so, oh, you're you're back. Oh, so I get back on the 1st. Uh-huh. Are you coming to uh, board game night? Oh, God, when? Which one? Uh, New Year's. I haven't figured out what I'm. I got it. Well, obviously, I have to check with my, my significant other. So I. Yeah. I don't. I don't uh, know. She's welcome to come. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, don't know. Mm-hmm. This is. Definitely I don't know really what interesting I'm, for everybody yeah, sure. listening. <laughs> Tom, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> hey, Andy's there too. Hey, Andy, what's up? <laughs> They're like high fiving and like clinking their beers. Like those guys are idiots. <laughs> Like, oh yeah, we tuned in for the right one. Yeah. We missed the sober one where they actually talked about beer shit. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just like, this is the episode that people are listening to when they're done with their family. Like the kids are playing with something on Christmas Day and just being loud as shit. Yeah. Like, I'm just gonna put my headphones. Put my headphones in. Yeah, I don't know. I think we pretty much covered it though, right? Like, what what was what's your favorite beer to drink around the holidays? Yeah, no, I, mean, I think I think we covered it. So yours was again. Fireside chat is kind of Fireside what, chat. I, what I, and you can threw, get that one pretty much anywhere. The proverbial right? wall, yeah, yeah, and I mean, I, I think initially, what Twenty First Amendment was in our market because they were uh, they were uh, brewed in Cold Springs, correct? Yeah, my one of my employees, one of our brewers, uh, brewed for brewed a ton of Twenty First Amendment beer, so they because oh, nice. he worked at Cold Spring. That's cool. Yeah. That's that's just like a big contract brewery, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, they have Third Street Brew House. I think Boulevard, Twenty One A, bunch of different stuff. Um, and they they do like their big thing up there is like Monster Energy Drink. I think. So that's that's like so that brew house. They don't have their own. Yeah, they, it's Third Street. Oh, is, is it is, is it Third is Street? Theirs, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, okay, so Third Street's theirs, and then they just, okay, so they kind of do what you do and do the contract brew thing. And yeah, ours is... I finally saw Bobtown cans this week. Yeah, they're out and about. Out, out, it was out. awesome. I was this close to picking up some, and I'm like, we'll do that on a different episode, because I saw this Summit one, and I really want to try that one. Well, we can just get the head brewer here, and I've actually got, I'm, I've got her lined up, too, but not until January. See, the real reason I became friends with Brian was for all of his <laughs> <laughs> What is what did Justin say? Like we went to I've where were we at Lincoln, Nebraska, we ran into somebody that I know. And so so Justin, my my business partner, he's like Oh hey. shit, Andy, that's I'm I'm sorry. No, it's fine. And Andy was like, I'm twenty minutes from Seattle. You gotta let me know when I get done. Fuck yeah, I will, man. Like that's uh-huh, awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah, Justin was like, You're the only person I know that we go to another state and you know somebody and I'm like, Yeah, the beer world, man, it's it's kinda small. It is. Like everybody seems to know everybody. Andy's twenty minutes from Seattle. Where in? Yeah, we're in. Uh, we're in. Uh, we're in Washington. Are you? Washington. Man? Washington. I've been to beautiful Snoqualmie Falls. Uh, it's gonna be my first time actually visiting Washington. My second time to Washington. I drove through it on my way to Portland. 
but I was pretty well shocked that when I went, I, would, I was there a whole bunch of years ago, but I was pretty well shocked to roll into a shell gas station and uh, pick up some, some craft beer. That's impressive. Sort of interesting. Yeah. My biggest uh, culture shock was when I went to uh, Oregon, and they didn't let me pump my own gas. Ah, really? Yeah. That's yeah. Strange. So Oregon has, like, a, an attendant comes out, and pump. I'm like, I can do this myself, man. Like, I don't want someone doing that. I, I have I have the ability. Like, you, they, like, won't let you. Yeah, right? no, it's illegal for you to. It's messed up. Yeah, apparently it's some sort of, like, insurance or liability thing. I'm like, what kind of liability are you looking at? Like, are people having gasoline fights? <laughs> <laughs> Freak gasoline fight accident. All right. All right. Um, it is 10 after 5. I need to go reheat the wassail. So... And I need to order a sandwich from Jimmy Jones. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get through this. So we're gonna, we're going to head out of here, guys. Uh, Merry Christmas to all of you and thanks for tuning in this week uh thanks to everybody who popped in to uh the chat uh andy said he drives by the falls area every day hell yeah all right yeah so thanks tom and andy for joining us in the chat today nice nice to talk to you dudes and we're gonna get out of here and everybody please stick around for the department of offense if you're listening live uh you're gonna, you have to move over to Twitch, but I guarantee you're going to be entertained. Should be interesting. All right. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash blindnessstudios and become a patron today. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnessstudios.com. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnessstudios or follow us on Twitter at blindnessstudios. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at blindnessstudios. And I think that's all I have to say. So, again, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and we'll see you in 2019. Peace.